0: Thank you
1: I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And we are Two, Two Average, Average Girls. Girls. Happy Tag Tuesday.
2: Hello. Hello. How are you? We're good. <laughs> on the road again. We are on the road. This, I I am pretty excited. It's
1: become kind of a
2: habit. It's it's a habit that we didn't know we were going to start. No,
1: we should have had probably better equipment to travel with <laughs> than the ones. We've got great equipment, but I'm telling you, uh, Denise's husband made these beautiful mic stands for us, but they're very industrial. And we wouldn't be able to get through TSA with these things.
2: No, we can barely lift them. We have two suitcases to bring all of our stuff with I love us it. everywhere. The, the the mic stands were out of necessity because we couldn't get mic stands at the time because COVID and everybody was becoming a podcaster at the That's same right. time, right? We all had the right, great idea.
1: Listen, we're very trendy. but
2: we, <laughs> we were before our time, but we didn't act on it until the COVID. You're right. And then everybody else did the same thing. But yeah. we had mic and we did travel and we are in... Woodland Hills. Woodland Hills, California. It's only about 30 or 40 miles from our house. About, yeah. But it took us a good two Two and a half hours hours and some change Mm -hmm. to get here.
1: Yeah. Beautiful
2: California traffic was at its finest because of the time of day as well. We
1: also left in early evening when everyone was getting off work.
2: Yeah, it wasn't great. And I have not been up here in a long time. I have not seen the sights on the side of the freeway (laughs) <laughs> that are going on. Oh. Which is the homeless and the graffiti. I haven't been up here oh. at all and it was a little
1: It's quite something. It's quite something. It's shocking to see the reality of it.
2: It's quite shocking to mm-hmm. see the reality of it. And it what's even more shocking is that I don't see it getting better.
1: I don't know if it's gonna get better or not. I can't I don't have the crystal ball and I can only take care of what I can take care of.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I I'm not a voter in this area, but I would be pretty pretty Excited to get some stuff changed. <laughs>
1: Can I tell you though? I told my husband this story earlier. I am from Fullerton, which is Orange County, right? And uh, our friends, the Vendessels who lived down the street from us in Fullerton, had cousins that lived in Thousand Oaks, which is kind of up here oh, yeah. by Woodland Hills. I, as an eight-year-old. All I could think about was how great their lives must be living in a place (laughs) called Thousand Oaks. Right. It's got to be the most beautiful place. And Woodland Hills. Right. Woodland Hills. What? How much better would my life have been if I could have? That's what I always thought. Like, I'll bet I would be living a dream life if I lived in Woodland Hills. And this
2: is a beautiful area.
1: It's, this is the first time I've ever been to like the city of Woodland Hills. I've lived in Southern California most of my life and I've never been to Woodland Hills. So thank you for bringing me here. You're
2: welcome. And and really what's bringing us here wasn't just the the need to feel the air on our face and... You know, the rarefied air of the hills underneath (laughs) us. We were here for a reason. And we wanted to have this interview so bad that we decided that we would take it on the road Mm -hmm. because our guest, it would have been hard for her to get to us anytime soon. So we thought, yeah, let's get to her. And we will introduce our guest, Gail Glasner. Thank you for allowing us to come to your beautiful home. Um, and to be here. Thank you very much. Well, you're so welcome, and I'm so excited to have you here.
1: What is hypnotherapy, modern version? What is that?
0: Well, I'd have to say it is using uh, entrance to the subconscious to put in information and to motivate people to changes. That's how people stop smoking and stop doing some of the things they're doing that they don't want to do. So that's one of the ways, but uh, you can use hypnotherapy in many ways and there are many different techniques and I'm so fortunate that I was able to create a technique that's really worked well.
1: You created your own technique? I did. What is it called?
0: It's called script
1: writing. And what first tell us, how did you get involved in <laughs> hypnotherapy? Because you weren't, have not always been a hypnotherapist.
0: No, I haven't always been a hypnotherapist. What happened is I began as an English and composition speech arts teacher in oh. Wheeling, Illinois. I also taught dramatics. I was a forensics coach. And so I helped people with public speaking. I helped them with poetry, reading. Uh, extemporaneous speaking, all kinds of speaking, mm-hmm. and I loved the work uh, I did. And then, uh, what interrupted me was my first child. Uh, sure, they yes. do that. <laughs> Those kids. <laughs> and then I was supposed to go back, and then came the second child. Oh yes. So uh, after that, my husband got a different job, so we went to um, another place in Ohio. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And that was a whole new experience because I was raised in Evanston, Illinois. And uh, was used to the big cities and all the excitement and so forth and this was a very quiet very out-of-the-way small community Mm -hmm. but I made friends very easily and I did enjoy it yeah Um, from there we moved to uh, New Jersey and what started my interest in hypnosis was when I was a high school teacher um, there was a class in self-hypnosis and for some reason I was always curious about how the mind worked mm-hmm. I'm a problem solver sure and so I took the course it was just three different weeks once a week but you learn self-hypnosis how to put yourself in that altered state it's actually the alpha state that you put yourself in if you go deeper it's called theta mm-hmm. very relaxed states and then you speak to yourself and what you're really speaking to not only what you think of as yourself, but also your subconscious mind that listens. Mm -hmm. Our subconscious mind is like if you have uh, the technology and have, uh, what is it that you just ask her name? Oh, like Alexa. Alexa, right. Uh If you have Alexa or something like that, um, they're always listening. Yeah. And sometimes you want to be careful about what you say. But uh, what's so wonderful is that the subconscious is listening and feeling what we feel. Mm. So if we say something to our kid in just, oh, you're such a troublemaker, right. guess what goes into their subconscious as a subconscious program, just like a computer, and stays there? It doesn't realize that was a joke. And then that child can think they're a troublemaker and start acting like a troublemaker. So you really have to be careful about what you say, not only to adults, but especially your children. Hmm. And to yourself. And to yourself. Absolutely. Because the
2: subconscious mind, I think, is something that, well, at least for me, is something that is a catchphrase almost, right? Like people, I don't think they realize how powerful or how intentional it is. And you're here to say it's exactly the opposite. It is it is everything. It holds it all. It is the most
0: powerful, and in fact, it will defend what I call as a faulty subconscious program. Let's say, "Oh, I can't stand to, you know, uh, go out in the winter." Well, it will do things to make you not go out in the winter oh and you don't even know it but there's a program that it thinks it's helping you because you said with strong emotions i don't want to go outside in the winter and it believed you so there we call it a faulty subconscious program if you would known about it you would have said no 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 i don't like that get rid of that one yeah uh but a lot of things we never know so there are people that have fears and one client i can give you Uh, What happened is uh, she, (laughs) she, her mother had said to her, now don't you get pregnant, don't you get pregnant. And here she is like 14, 15 years old. Well, her subconscious programmed that. And when she was older and married and wanted to have kids, guess what? She couldn't get pregnant Mm -hmm. until she came to see me. And we changed the programming, and we say, no, no, she wants to get pregnant. She loves to have children, and so forth and so on. She was doing the in vitro, and uh, it had failed twice. And after I worked with her, uh, it worked. Mm -hmm. But then after that, after she had her first child, she had her second child without any in vitro Mm. because all that programming that was negative and stopping her was gone. When you first started
1: working with her, could she... Did she cite that, that particular conversation with her mother immediately, or did that come up later?
0: When, when we're talking to uh, her when she's in hypnosis, it's a suggestible subconscious uh, stance at that time. And we ask the subconscious to let us know what is preventing her from getting pregnant. And that memory of when her mom said that to her, that's what came up, and we knew that must be it and we deleted it, and it was gone forever. When she's
1: outside of hypnosis, when she's like fully conscious and you're Mm -hmm. having a conversation with her, did you then discuss that with her? Like, did she have a recollection of that? Yes, she definitely had a recollection.
2: Okay. So when you're, when you put somebody in hypnosis, they're fully aware of what they're saying and doing, and they can remember it afterwards. Absolutely.
0: We, we don't do anything to try to trick them or uh, go someplace where they never wanted us to go. Everything's got to be what the client wants in the way that they want. And it's got to be, of course, totally confidential. Mm-hmm. And it's it's something that people have a misconception about hypnosis is somebody controlling you because they go to entertainment right. hypnosis. Right. And they see the person be touched on the forehead right. and mm-hmm. they drop. like Right. Know, it's, it's not... What real hypnotherapy, when I say real, I'm talking about uh, the important part of hypnotherapy, the one that really works for the person's best interest, not just for performance and entertainment. Right. Uh, although entertainment can be a lot of fun.
2: Oh, sure. <laughs> not if not you're the not the one doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, people have enough fears as it is. Yeah. The best thing I do is I give them one of a, a copy of one of my audios, so before they even see me after they've said that they want to see me, of course. Uh, They've listened to it and they know it's okay. They listen to it with their eyes open first and everything's okay, whatever I said, and then they close their eyes and they go to sleep. I have have clients she bought in the time we were using CDs, Mm -hmm. so she went through three CDs because she listened to it every night and then we got to audio, so she was still able to listen from her phone. Did you Um, do you do those specifically for each client? Yes. Okay. This is personalized. This is customized, which is very different than most other hypnotherapists
2: were. Is that what sets you apart? Is that what you were talking about? Scripted.
0: That's one of the things. And there's there's another thing that helps me, and that is I'm an intuitive. I, I just things come to mind just from I'm not sure where, right? and it fits exactly where it has to be.
2: Uh, So, What is an intuitive for those who might not know? Yeah,
0: an intuitive is someone who's extra sensitive. Um, They perceive things that other people can't perceive right away, or maybe they never are able to perceive it. Um, Oftentimes they're empath. I'm also an empath, so I really feel other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And I love when they get their... uh, you know their best script and when they get over their issue it's just tremendous joy for me and um, I, I think I spoke to you about it before uh, I don't know if I'll ever retire because <laughs> <laughs> who wants to give this up right um, and it's getting better all the time what we do when I when I first began I never wrote a whole script we just wrote down a few notes and then I realized how important it was so um, I started customizing them. Now, some of the scripts can be 25 pages long. Wow. One, a woman that had a narcissistic mom and was brutalized, 37 pages for her. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I
2: record it. Once they've, first of all, they have to approve every word. So you meet with them. Let's go through the steps. Mm-hmm. You, once they, they contact you, you then give them an audio that you've already done as just a generalized audio for them to listen to, to get them into the practice of it and to understand what they're going to be doing when they actually meet with you. And also to get over fears Mm. because they're not sure what is it like? What is hypnosis? (laughs) Right. Right. Then they come into your office and do you interview them or how do you get to that place? Yeah.
0: Well, what I do is I send them the client forms, which tells me a lot about them. Mm. The first Session that I actually have with them and most of all is over the phone or the internet especially mm-hmm. in these last days mm-hmm. um, They will give me all background information They will tell me what's happened that is making them you know, so sad or so uh, grieving whatever it is uh, And I take the notes and so forth sometimes it's something that I'll ask them and go a little bit deeper But then it's usually enough information that I can write their script. So they've got their client forms. They have what is hypnosis, what is reprogramming hypnosis, because that's the specialty I created. And I call it a system because there is a system to it. Um, It's it's to give them uh, all the information they need so they're not afraid and they're sure
2: they're on the right road and so forth. I would imagine that part of the important part for them coming to you would be somebody that has an open mind. Are you finding that people do come with that openness? Are you somewhat of a last resort for people in some aspects?
0: The answer to the first question was, I haven't had one client that has resisted or felt Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Nice. Um, The second is, I am very happy to go over with them whatever they want now there's some things they don't want to tell me and that if i don't need to know i don't need to know Mm -hmm. they can hold back i don't ask for their finances so i don't (laughs) ask for you know how many boyfriends they've had (laughs) uh -uh. no so um it's it really is a um trust a tremendous trust Mm -hmm. but then probably from looking me up and knowing how many people i've worked with and i've got so many testimonials it's a lot of confidence that they start with. And many people come recommended from somebody else. Right. Yeah. So that's one of the ways. Um, something else I wanted to mention is what I've developed is something that other therapists can do, whether they're a psychologist or a social worker, Um Even doing Reiki or something of that nature if you're working with people and you've got that Intuition that feeling that you can sense how to help them uh, It also helps if you have good writing skills Um, But many that's my real goal is to really spread this so Everybody can have access to it and I mean everybody and there are doctors that I've worked with doctors I've actually been in the I mentioned that uh, a biopsy uh, the woman was so afraid she couldn't do the biopsy and she came to me and I helped her get over anxiety and the doctor said we'd like you in in the uh, room when we're doing wow. the biopsy and she was thrilled and then the doctor said when when he was done I've never seen a client so relaxed Really, mm-hmm. I say patient right mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. seen one so relaxed so it could be so helpful in so many ways. It can be helpful to teachers. It can be helpful to business people. It could be helpful for raising children. It can be helpful when the children have ADD or, or somebody has an illness or is grieving. I mean, there's, it's unlimited what you can do. And then there's so many practitioners that can learn to do this, and it's an extra tool in their toolbox.
1: Do you do training sessions with people? I do. Yeah, okay. I do. So And, and helping people with the skills that you've got learn your your way of doing yeah. things
0: i've created different techniques mm-hmm. and uh, i like to teach that when i'm training people now that i've been doing this for 23 years i tell them you're going to get all 23 years of my experience Wow! i want you to be as successful as i've been i'm going to be your mentor um, I'm going to teach you the writing. I'm going to have scripts that you can take from. Yeah. I'm going to make it as easy as possible for them to be successful because we need them. How did you go? We skipped
1: ahead. Mm-hmm. How did you go from a self-hypnosis three-week course mm-hmm. to where you're at now?
0: Okay. I'm glad to ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a very spiritual person. Uh, what happened was I had um, a terrible accident. I was a, a passenger we were both teaching at the same school, and on the way home, there's a truck, and with us in the Chicago area, very dark at five o'clock, black no, there, and a truck flatbed backed out mm. onto the highway without any backup lights, and we mm-hmm. hit it going 40 miles an hour. Oh. And my side got the worst of it, and it was like the whole glass, like this giant beach ball had come through. And um, then what happened was, um, I should backtrack, before the accident, my, my friend, who is also a teacher, her fiancé, um, his car was stolen. And so he was a, a fanatic about seatbelts. And this goes back to when seatbelts weren't required. Right. And so we had to put seatbelts in our car because they were going to use her car to take it to go down further south Illinois to see his parents. Uh, the other thing is when we were leaving the school together, the car stalled. Before we could get out of the driveway, and we go, why did it never stall? What's it about? And we go, oh, that's right, we've got to put our seatbelts on. Oh. So we put our seatbelts on. <clears throat> about 15 minutes later, we're driving a two-lane highway. That's when the truck backs out onto the highway. We could not see it. We hit it going 40 miles an hour, and then on either side were six-foot ditches that we could have gone into, but instead the car landed up like it was meant to be in that driveway you get the idea mm-hmm. of all the synchronicities mm-hmm. how about this the EMTs came right away because across the street was Holy Family Hospital Wow Wow so <laughs> um, when you ask me how did I get into this um, i think our creator made it my purpose uh, there's no other way with so many synchronicities that i was supposed to be doing this and i didn't do it right away i wanted to i took the class and so forth and i said i improved my tennis game i was just a beginner and i'm an advanced <laughs> you know i i i did all kinds of things that i could never do before because there's so many things you can do with self-hypnosis And so um, what happened then was I told a friend of mine how excited it was about hypnosis. Well, 10 years later, we're at lunch, and she hands me this flyer, and she said, weren't you interested in hypnotherapy, hypnosis? And I said, yeah. She said, well, did you know there's actually a certification in it? I went, what? (laughs) So I signed up that day. I took it home, signed up. Dr. Jamie Feldman is a terrific teacher. He was the director at New Jersey um the school of hypnotherapy and i learned a tremendous amount um i was a fast learner he he called on me a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um i i just rose like to the top of the class at the time because this it already was my my soul's meaning and then when i actually uh got going i went to a another hypnotherapist before I actually started the training and I did that because I wanted to see what it was like being the client before I was the teacher, the therapist. And I was able to talk to my dad. My dad had died um, a week before my 15th birthday. Mm-hmm. So this was really tragic, really tragic. And he was a fantastic dad. But I was able to communicate with him, to actually see him and talk with him in that hypnotic state. Mm-hmm. How... How's
1: how how's that because that's that's that goes from now we're talking about something different than hypnosis Did oh, you it's actually still hypnosis did you actually see him like you had a spiritual apparition or visualized him oh you visualized him yeah.
2: in the
0: subconscious in the subconscious okay i like if you close your eyes and you imagine yes and and so i could see him and hear what he was saying and so forth okay uh by the way that happens fairly frequently with other clients it's not just me that did it um and it's possibly because the client wants so much to be back in touch Mm -hmm. um that it can happen Mm -hmm. but we when we ask the subconscious to show us what started this issue why is this happening to me um, most of the time, 90 percent or more, the client will have some realization. I'll give you an example. This man came to me. he was so anxious he couldn't stop swallowing and every few seconds he had to swallow again really? and he couldn't be at work. So we went back to the time when this that first exhausting. started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very exhausting. And he remembered when he was in eighth grade and he was in the locker room and two big guys. Also, eighth graders came in and they grabbed him around the choking him around the neck and I said well what are you doing he said I'm swallowing I'm swallowing I can't stop swallowing I said well why are you swallowing I don't know well what are you feeling I I feel fear and I go what are you swallowing I'm swallowing fear and that was the key to it and then when he came back we released the fear during the hypnosis when you say you released it tell me what that is what do you do? You okay. say I release it? The subconscious releases it. Oh. It you nullifies give it. Permission? It nullifies it. Yes. said, please I've got to stop this. You've got to help me stop this. Okay. Um, and it will. And it did because before he left my office he had stopped swallowing like he was before. Mm. So it was almost like a ner- like a tick, like he couldn't that he couldn't control. Right. It was like the fear that he had from that past event. Yeah. And he it must have brought up fear again in his business. Yeah. And he just couldn't stop it. Uh, there's another case. Uh, a high school student came to me, and he had um, all A's except D's and F's in science. And he <laughs> didn't know why. He's a really smart guy. And so we went back to what started this, this issue about science not being able to do well. Well, he went back to third grade mm-hmm. when a friend in third grade saw that he had gotten a D on his quiz and said, well, you must not be very good in science, Right to his subconscious mind as a program. Right. And that was still there. We got rid of it. We told the subconscious, no, no, no. He doesn't want that. That's got to go forever. Send it to the sun, put it in the ocean in a trunk that never can come back. Is <laughs> that what you takes. do? You
2: visualize where you're going to put it? Like, you're going to take it, throw it. It's going to the sun. It's never coming back. Yes. We're going to put it in this big, huge suitcase and pack it away to China. It's not coming back here. <laughs> you do those types of things. Yes, because that makes it final. Right. It's
0: gone. Nice. And um, then, this was also very interesting. Um, he came back two weeks later after he had done the you know, hypnosis and found out why he wasn't good in science, and he had gotten a B on his science oh, no. quiz, and he was so happy. And I said, a B is great, but I said, how about an A? I mean, you can get an A if you want. He said, I can? He went, yeah, you can. We'll program it. <laughs> uh, Next time he came back, he got the A. He had the A in his quiz. Do you work with people I know
1: I actually had a friend um who did stop smoking went to a hip, hypnotherapist in mm-hmm. order to stop smoking but I imagine people who've served in the military combat veterans with PTSD do they ever seek you out is that something that you do Yes mm-hmm. I do
0: in fact mm-hmm um i'll mention it briefly i felt the need the desire the motivation to create a documentary and the reason is there's still so many people that don't understand hypnosis in general much less my kind of hypnosis the reprogramming hypnosis system and seeing is believing so three people who i've never worked with before i did meet the soldier at a charity event but i never worked with them Although I knew I was going to. I'm Being that intuitive person, I just knew I had to, and I knew it somehow would happen. And I actually thought maybe when I do the documentary, I'll see if he wants to be in it. Well, he did. He wanted to be in it. And he had, for 14 years, been in therapy trying to you know, solve such... He had the dogs that sniffed out bombs, so every day he thought he'd be dead. Oh, for sure. Oh, it was awful. Very traumatic. Okay, yeah. and today... I hope I don't ruin this. Let's say it was a really good result. <laughs> really You'll really good. You have to watch the result. documentary to get
2: all the details, but yeah. he he suffered from PTSD so badly that he was not functioning.
0: Very hard to function. He he did he had his own business, but it wasn't anywhere near as great as after our sessions and everything just blossomed for him
2: we've walked through the the beginning of the session, in the middle of the session, then you write their script for them. And it could be 25 pages, but you record it for them. Is that correct? Yeah, first I have them go through it with a, at least two to three
0: times to make sure every word's okay. Mm-hmm. One client, for instance, didn't like the word perhaps. She mm. had a nasty mom, and she is perhaps <laughs> all the time. It always that was a trigger And So we put in maybe instead, mm. and that was fine for her. Okay. So every word has to be just right for the person. Are we rewrite it? And I don't charge them for editing because it's so important. We edit so important. Um, so that that really helped because. In, in the um, script, there were things that uh, removed things from the past, and there were positive ways. So he went from being very
2: negative to being very positive and very happy. And in the script, you wrote that you will now be happy, or you will now treat others like this. Or is that, is that how it works in a script? This is
0: something I hope other hypnotherapists are listening to. When you give the future tense, you will be happy. Okay. The subconscious thinks, Oh, well that's tomorrow. Oh. Oh, we'll be that that's that's some day day for other tomorrow. Time. Yeah, yeah. So you say it like it's already happened. Mm. And the subconscious believes you and you believe it and that's the way it is. You are happy. You are. Yeah. Right now you are happy. Yeah. You, will, you feel you, you are you kind released, to others. You've released uh, all the the fears you had from before. They're all gone. We put them out to the sun. They explode in the sun's atmosphere. Anything left over was transferred into positive energy. It's all gone. And so now the real person, the real you, is here, and you you love yourself. That's something really important. To every mm. client should have here I. Love and accept myself unconditionally. Because mm. self esteem is one of the most important things for our happiness. We have to love ourselves. Yeah. Even though we make mistakes, everybody makes mistakes. Even though it's a terrible mistake.
2: You still love and accept yourself. That is hard. It is. It's so hard for us to get past that, but you can do it. Yes. I'll tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> is everybody listening? We're yes. listening. We're listening. <laughs> Go for I'm it. I'm on my at the back. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> Forgiveness. Mm. Whatever that person did, or whatever happened, the truck ran over your friend, whatever happened, whatever terrible thing happened, you forgive. Because forgiveness is for you as much as it's for anybody else. Anytime you hold on to that, oh, she was so mean to me in high school and she called me names, that's hurting you. Mm -hmm. You're carrying that like pain, and you don't want to. So... The person may not know that you've forgiven them. That's okay if they don't know what you're doing it for you. And you forgive the person what they did. And then you don't go back to it. You're freed from it. And you have to forgive yourself. Oh, very importantly, you forgive yourself.
2: I mean, forgiving ourselves, I think, is probably, I would imagine, one of the harder things. But we always find faults with ourselves. And a lot of people, I've been around a lot of people who continually need to be almost unhappy They need to find fault in themselves. I'm just not that smart. I'm just not that good at it. You know, that type of person. They could use
0: hypnosis. (laughs) The only people that I wouldn't see for hypnosis would be people who have mental illness, like schizophrenia, mania, um, things of that sort. Because I don't know. First of all, it's against our rules and practices as a hypnotherapist. Um, but you don't know how somebody would react. Now, there's a case where a woman had, I met her at, um, I was renting a place in New Jersey called The Healing Zone. And I met her there, and she confided in me, because we had a lot of time to talk, that she had serious um, anxiety and, and uh, what was the other, Um, where she, she just couldn't, uh, be herself, and I'm not getting root re- depression. Just really deep, deep depression, and so she'd been seeing a doctor f- for years, and it got to the point where he says, "Well, you're going to have to do that um, the thing with the electro electro like electric shock therapy, yeah, like electric shock therapy. Oh, no! And she didn't want to do that. No. And she said to me, and she knew a lot about my past and so forth. She said do you think you could help me? And I said, um, i would do my best, I, I can work with you. And so she asked her doctor, is it okay if I, you know, go to a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist? And he said, oh, you can go, but it won't work. Perfect. That's what he said.
1: Let's do this, <laughs> then
2: bring it, let's do this. I'll show you, I'll prove
0: you wrong. So I saw her for two sessions and all the depression was gone, all of it. She was like a new person so it went to her past we resolved things from the past she believed in herself she felt good about herself and uh she just had a much more positive bright future ahead so there you go there
1: are people who suffer terrible things in their life some sort of horrible sexual abuse let's just say that are are you confident in talking to someone like that and and being the lone person that talks to them or do you recommend well you also need therapy you need to talk it out it's not enough for you to just come to me
0: how does how does that how do you sort of balance that I would give them the option but I would tell you the people I've seen who've been sexually abused terribly Mm -hmm. um, they only saw me and they've been I mean let's say they saw other people before me nobody could help them but I did but you did yeah and that's because a lot of people don't get to the subconscious don't know how the subconscious works don't know how to write a script for them Um, a lot of things they don't know see i don't blame them they just haven't been taught that yet and they're waiting for me to teach them this isn't mainstream
2: this is a little bit out of the box um some people would say it's a little you know witchcrafty or i mean i'm i'm exaggerating but a lot of people are like the subconscious like i mean there's medical the medical profession isn't normally embracing this type of, of options. Do you find that you are trying to justify what you're doing in the medical profession or are you getting, are you having doctors and professionals like that therapists embracing this and utilizing it as an option?
0: They're coming to me for their patients and it, when I first started 23 years ago this was unheard of right absolutely unheard of but so many of what is physically going on with people has a lot to do with what their subconscious is holding and they don't know the programming that's making it so I just had an article about IBS and they're saying it's not just a a gastro issue it's also a brain issue now I would change brain to brain and subconscious (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I've seen it so many times and you know so like over a thousand clients probably wow. so I know how it is uh the doctors that have uh asked their client uh, asked their patients to come see me have been very happy with the results so they keep you know keep doing, <laughs> keep doing it
2: so you've written the script mm-hmm. they've approved it mm-hmm. and then You give them an audio version of that, of you speaking the script, or do they speak the script? I'm speaking the script, but Uh it's during the session. They're in
0: hypnosis. Okay. They've already approved 100% the script. Okay. And then I'm reading it to them. Mm. Okay. And there's a part where I stop the script, the audio, and we speak directly to their subconscious to communicate as best we can. Asking, you know, uh, what first caused this, and so forth, and that's when things come to mind that were so back in their mind that they couldn't get it. When a regular therapist asks them, "Tell me what happened," it's it's not available. But the subconscious, when you speak to it well and know how to speak to it, it most all the time will show. Now, there's there's another thing that I don't think I mentioned to you yet. Um, and Again, it's going a little bit outside the box, but now they're act- actually researching that people after they die are still There as far as energy or some other matter, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's actually a scientific research They're doing so I had a client that um, Asked me to help him because he was so anxious. He just he couldn't do anything He was just so anxious and when he came he um uh, we, we asked, you know, about his, his anxiety, but what came through was a voice that I heard, and this is being the intuitive, that said, tell him his younger son is getting into trouble and he needs to stop him. And he, he said later, when after the session, he said, I suspected something was going on. And it was a woman's voice. He's sure it was his mother. There wasn't mm-hmm. anybody else that would know. And he was able to remediate the whole situation with his younger son. And then I had another client that came, and she was on her second divorce. And she said, nobody's ever loved me. Nobody's ever loved me. Mm. And she was a mess. And I said, if I get any messages, if I see something, and sometimes I see things, and sometimes I hear things, is it okay if I tell you? And she said, oh, yes, you can tell me. So we got started, and then I hear a woman's voice. And it says, Tell her Alice is here and I always loved her. And I said, Okay. And so I told the client uh, that I heard something. I said, Okay, if I tell you, yes, it is. Okay. Well, she said her name is Alice and she always loved you. She said, Alice, that's my grandmother. She always loved me. Mm-hmm. She had her breakthrough
2: mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. on the spot. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's powerful. How do you
0: convince doctors that you can hear? Hear other voices that tell right. you what's going on. You, I mean, it's going to be a few years before they all hop on board. But
1: like I said, it's not a trend. But it, there's definitely a more open mindedness to, and I don't even want to call it alternative. Just different ways of dealing with the mind body mm-hmm. connection. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important. I think it's very helpful to so many people, especially when you're talking about people like that PTSD. It's like who knows truly how to deal with that when the only person who understands it is this the person who dealt with it themselves you know have you ever been in a situation and it might be every single time where the person has a breakthrough with their subconscious and they could not be more shocked they're like oh I," you know like you just
0: told us about alice it's like uh, does that happen quite often 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 um they because it's something they forgot about so you remind me of another story yeah (laughs) client yeah so um he's in his mid-40s and he's he's saying similar things I just said, um, I'm not lovable, nobody loves me. And um, okay, let's see what we're going to find. And what happened is he went back to a time, he was 10 years old, and his dad and he were at the mall, mm-hmm. and this young boy wanted to go searching the mall some more, but his, doc, his dad said, I don't want to go. He said, but you can go, but you be back here by 5 o'clock, or I'm leaving without you. Mm-mm. Well, guess what went into that little boy's mind, his subconscious mind? I must not be lovable enough or good enough. He wouldn't stay if I... Right. He's going to leave if I'm not here. Oh, interesting. Now, who would think about that? That's
1: the thing. It's like, why would you ever think that?
0: But that thats that's, that's what the brain does. How, that's what the brain does. And that's why there's so many troubled people out there. And we carry it from when we were kids and... Uh, we remember a lot of times the good things. I mean, my dad was fantastic. He had me go to his office, and even though I was just licking envelopes, I felt you know like a businesswoman already. And um, there are a lot of things we can do as parents to really help our children develop and to be careful what we say. Yeah. Um, when you try to embarrass a child in front of somebody else, that's bad. Mm. You don't want to do that mm-hmm. if you can help it. Um telling them how much you care for them you love them you love being with them there's so many things you can do that help their self-esteem mm-hmm. and um also having good communication so that they can come to you if something's bothering them and you can work it out with them you
2: have talked about training others uh-huh. to be able to do what you do are you do you have a situation where you ha- actively are recruiting people that would want to do this do you do seminars and outreaches for that how does that work for you
0: well I'm doing one on one to begin mm-hmm. with they're my top leaders and it's it's difficult uh, right now to do all the, to do the training Right, uh, but I want to release the documentary because it's so powerful and people will wake up and believe it mm-hmm. uh, but I I can't bear if I get a whole lot of people calling me and wanting me to help them, and I have just a few other people who have been trained. It's terrible to just put somebody off for months or a year. And I know there are other mm. people have no other situation, but they do that. But that's why I want want to have as many as possible. So once the leading trainers are done, they're gonna be training other trainers, we'll train other trainers, so we'll have you know 20 to 30, maybe 50. And that I would feel very comfortable with and it's also like I said something somebody's already a social worker or psychologist it just fits right in with what they're doing Mm -hmm. but it just makes it so when they help their clients right the client is going to refer them and say boy I got through this faster than I thought was possible it's not taking me years we got through it in you know weeks or a few months Mm -hmm. how many people are trained so far so far i have six people that's all that's all there's other people that i train but not the same way they're like another five or six and they aren't close by and i want to do this with people that i can be one-on-one with. yeah be one-on-one with yeah are you working out of an office or how does that work i have a home office i work out of okay and uh, especially since the pandemic that's worked out really well But um, I actually do some outdoor things because I've got some space here that we can go actually outdoors. And when we filmed, we had to film a good amount. Outside. outside. Yeah. When you give people
1: their script and they, they take it with mm-hmm. them, is that something that they listen to as they're falling asleep or as they're on their way to work or is it sort of oh, to you don't, whomever?
0: So glad you mentioned that. You never listen to a hypnotic guided imagery, audio and audio while you're driving or oh. operating machinery. Okay. That's, that would be a bad... No, I didn't I'm glad put the pieces you, I together. i glad, together. I'm yeah. so glad we didn't glad. try that. I'm so glad because, and it's happened. I'll give, here's another example. <laughs> Perfect. When I first started, one of the guys I worked with... Um, His, he was a delivery uh, guy for uh, oxygen tanks and I helped him to stop smoking and at that time it was a CD that I gave him. Um, And he told me sometime afterwards, I don't remember how long it was, that he was listening, he was so desperate to stop smoking he put the CD on and he drove around the block four times before he realized he had driven around the block. And he had oxygen tanks in the back seat. Don't do that. So everybody is listening to this. You have to be (laughs) so, so careful. It's wonderful when you go to sleep. The reason is you already trust it. You've heard it. And I have people listen with their eyes open first. And then... it goes right to your subconscious as soon as you're in delta. Actually, as soon as you're in alpha and your eyes close, you're in alpha. But then you go even deeper to theta, to delta being the deep sleep, and the subconscious takes it in. And it believes it. That's why the, the um, recording is so important, the script, because you've already gone over it and you believe it's already happened. Mm-hmm. So I am already free of all those bad thoughts I had. And I am so positive not I'm going to be positive right. I am so positive and I love and accept myself unconditionally and I have a, a book, I didn't mention my book please <laughs> do it, <laughs> now's you, the time how yeah. could I do that because <laughs> I get so involved in all the, the people and so forth so the book um, oh, here's another synchronicity um, I grew up in Chicago area and there's a publisher called Nightingale Conant I don't know if you've heard of them they're well-known in the Midwest and in the East Coast, but not so much in the California area. Uh, they were into um, nine CD programs. So I got a brochure, and I never knew this, but the guy that owns Nightingale Conant, I went to high school with him. Well, So I saw the brochure and his picture for the first time, and I called him, and I got him on the phone, which is so synchronistic because he never forwards his business phone to his cell phone but he did that day and then I said oh it's Gail Glasner and he said Gail who <laughs> <laughs> and he said let me call you back he looked me up in a yearbook and then he <laughs> call me back hi Gail now I know who it is and he asked me what I was doing and I said I'm a hypnotherapist now and we talk some, and and I told him I'm I'm writing a CD for clients before they come. And he said, "Oh, really? I'd love to hear it. Will you send it to me when it's done?" And I said, "Oh, I'd love to, of course." Well, it took me about another year to yeah. get it done because sure. <laughs> I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And I was uh, writing co- a column for Montclair Head Life and Leisure uh, newspaper. And the guy who was in charge of that, I told him I needed a a studio. He said, oh, well, I've got a recording studio. Would you like to use mine? (laughs) I said, I would. He didn't charge me. He found me a sound engineer. The sound engineer had worked with another hypnotherapist, which is so ironic. It never usually would happen like that. And and so he said, "Um, I have some music I made for the other hypnotherapist. Would you like to hear my music? Maybe you'll like it. I loved it. Wow. And I've been using it for 23 years.
2: <laughs> it was meant to be.
0: My life is so, so synchronistic. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so so th- what's
2: your book called?
0: It's called Reprogram Your Subconscious. Mm. And then there's a semicolon. How to Use Hypnosis to Get What You Really Want.
2: Ooh.
0: And by Gail glassner twersky And uh, Nightingale did it as a nine CD program. They, I wrote the book version. They weren't interested. They were just doing CDs. So one of their uh, people from Nightingale w- became an agent and went to Guilden Media, told them about me, and Guilden Media wanted me to be uh, to publish my work. And here's an unknown person, a high school teacher, right, who just takes this course in <laughs> hypnotherapy, and all of a sudden I have two publishers. Right. Is that synchronistic or what? <laughs> so when you ask me why am I doing this, how am I? I'm going to use you the word to. God. It's I'm I'm guided. Uh, then when I when I wrote the one for the nine CD for Nightingale, I only had four weeks to write it, and they wanted six audios. Well, it took me a year and a half to write one. And when they said, can I do it? You know what I said? Hmm. Of course. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. And so I said. <laughs> and you m- did. I sat at my, you know, <clears throat> my computer, and I'm typing away. My fingers are flying. I typed out 198 words, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my, um, the woman that uh, overse- over- was the overseer of my work and uh, did the editing said, there are only two corrections I'd make. 198 pages and only two
2: very small 198 pages you had said 198 words oh sorry I mean (laughs) 198
0: pages (laughs) yes that's amazing it was incredible and then um Nightingale uh recorded asked me to come to uh, Chicago area where I recorded it and they Again, the woman that was the editor was saying, you know, this person that I saw today, she's a real psychic. And she said, whoever records tonight is going to be a top seller. And I went, Oh, great. Because <laughs> we were going to be uh, doing it that night. And then in six months, um, the 9CD program was a top seller. Oh. Wow.
2: The book, where can, where can our listeners find the book? Is it on Amazon? It's on
0: Amazon. Okay. It's on gailglassner.com. Mm -hmm. Um, it's on other places too. And, and I pioneered the reprogram your subconscious mind theory ever since I did that. Like once I had the book out, I looked up, um, Google, how many other people might use the entry of reprogram your subconscious. Any guesses? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 249,000. Oh, a few. (sighs) That was after one year. Later, after about two more years, 849,000. Oh, wow. And now, very famous people are using it, like Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, and, and very well known people in the field, not necessarily hypnotherapists, but in the field of the subconscious, are using it. We wow. should have trademarked that. Uh, <laughs> I know. <You're> right.
1: <laughs> Do you subscribe to organized religion? Are you a, a church going person?
0: Um, I'm more spiritual Mm -hmm. than than going to church regularly and and uh, my my husband's Jewish so I've got a whole bunch of opportunities were you raised in a religious home um not really not really we did we had Christmas trees Mm -hmm. but um there's something that always was important when i did go to religious school it was a, a jewish religious school and they taught us about each of us should help heal the world mm-hmm. and that stuck with me mm-hmm. that we have to do something to make our planet better mm-hmm. and when all these things started happening to me i felt so guided i mean there's there's such a thing as a coincidence being so huge it's no longer a coincidence it's a synchronicity intervention or something else right yeah yeah Yeah. so um, I actually joined something which is um, a universal church so that I could reach out to everyone I didn't want to be put in a particular box and um, I've had religious experiences that I won't go into, but very spiritual, religious experiences.
2: I feel like most of what you're talking about is a spiritual experience.
0: I'll tell you something that makes me really happy too, is explaining our subconscious and that it programs just like a computer. And a lot of things aren't our fault. The subconscious made a bad mistake. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to us to... Uh, to I won't say delete, but to recover from the mistake Mm -hmm. and to improve. Um, And the same for other people. Like, why do people put you down? Because Mm -hmm. they feel up. They feel they're raised up when they put you down. They don't know it intentionally. It's their subconscious doing it. Your subconscious or our subconscious directs us to do things that we're not aware of. Right. And sometimes it makes mistakes. Mm -hmm. So we can forgive other people and also understand them, why they talk in a nasty way, uh, who beat them up as a kid. I mean, there's, there's never somebody who's a real difficult person or a criminal that hasn't had things that have really injured their sub, uh, subconscious and their self-esteem. Denise
1: said something that sort of stuck out in my head, that, these, that people who are on a road to healing, you know, would find this. What about people who just want to feel a little... I don't know, a little bit better about themselves. Is that, is that, is there a space for them? Is there space for them? Yeah. I'm sure you're, you're so busy, you know, helping people that truly, truly need help. But what about people who are just like, you know what? I, I just want to go in and find out a little more information about myself. Is that something, should they try something along your program as
0: well? I would suggest it if they're interested uh-huh. because they're bound to find things that they never even realized were there mm-hmm. and they'll probably have a chance to feel even better. Yeah. They'll probably understand their parents better. Uh, I, and those I, around I, them possibly? Yeah, I've worked with people who've had alcohol as a problem mm-hmm. and, and um, in fact, one, when I first had the nine CD, not nine CD, it was the uh, Relax Release Dream On single CD out, um, he bought 25 of them to pass out at his, for his program.
2: <laughs> I love that yeah. so much. Like, here's a subtle hint. <laughs>
1: Please use these. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: You have some links on your website that I found interesting. Um, they can actually download some of those. Tell us a little bit about what they can find on your website.
0: Well, one thing is Relax, Release, and Dream On is there as a free audio no. And why did I put a free audio? <laughs> why in did there? you do that? Because yes. you
2: are a giving person who wants to help people. Yes.
0: <laughs> I didn't want any obstacles. I wanted them to go right ahead, but be careful. You have to listen first with your eyes open <laughs> and always listen when you're not um, operating machinery or driving a car or something like that because you can't imagine but it's so strong
2: that your focus
0: goes on what the
2: person's saying should they be listening to it with like earbuds on or does it matter just as they can have it on their phone and they can listen to it
0: yeah they can listen to it that way um i just i'm sensitive about some of the um emf and so forth so i i don't hold i try not to hold my phone that often it's, I I had a person in my past that was really, really sick. And she taught me a lot about EMF. Mm. So I'm careful about that. But um, I think, I think finding out more about yourself and discovering it's not only about yourself, it could be other people and how they're treating you and, and what can you get them for Christmas?
2: (laughs) Exactly. So you, that you have the, you have the one. um, Yes. The one audio. There's also, Oh, I forgot to tell you, this is so great. I love
0: it. Um, I created hypno guided songs. Oh, nobody else that I know has ever done it. You just came to me. Um, here's another synchronicity. Uh, somebody back in New Jersey who I knew is a sound engineer, fantastic guy, and his son is a singer and now a Grammy, uh, I think, winner too. He's, he's been at Carnegie Hall already. He got the music for me and sings it. I have the lyrics So it's Heal Your Inner World, and I do suggest people. It's so beautiful. It Mm. just Is that on your website as well? It's on my website. It's like, I think, $2.50 to listen to something like that. And um, there's other songs for sleeping. A lot of people have trouble sleeping. But you listen to this, and one's a little bit faster than the other. There's three of them.
2: And, uh, again, I wrote the lyrics for it. And you should listen to it while you're laying in bed before you're trying to go to sleep. It'll Mm -hmm. help. To put you to sleep. Yep. Wow, I should try that instead of the Zequel.
1: You might, you might want it. your liver. Well, thank you.
0: <laughs>
2: that's that's right. And my brain. That's
0: right. Okay. Uh, you can put on repeat. Okay. So nice. it'll continue. A lot of people do that with their regular uh, script that they got. Yeah, They'll put I'm on sure. Repeat.
1: And it just goes through the night yeah. into their sleepy brain.
0: Oh, and you. you You must listen uh, to Neely, her name is, on com. It's a a video testimonial, and she will tell you about her sons. And now this is such a cute story. (laughs) I'll tell you. Tell us, yeah. She said that they sleep in the same room. Every night they ask for Gail, okay, Aww. and now their younger sister wants to sleep and listen to Gail as well. Aww. <laughs> That's sweet. How are they, are they they're little kids? Well, let's say He started at six. Let's see. Um, he's probably 10 now. Wow. 10 and then um, uh, eight and six. And it just yeah. relaxes them and makes them feel safe yeah oh. it really it is very soothing and what it says is so good for you yeah what it says and i think it was downloaded just like i think when i wrote the nine cd program that it was channeled mm. I, because how could i just had about six lines of an of a outline mm-hmm. and then it just happened and my fingers were flying and it became a top seller i mean come on that's awesome right yeah that's I can't, amazing I can't explain it otherwise. Right. It's amazing. So, So your website is say it again GailGlasner.com. GailGlasner.com. And and Gail's G A L E, like the storm. Right. Gail. (laughs) That's how everybody misspells it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So,
2: everyone go to GailGlasner.com. If there's people who are trying to get help, they can contact you off that website. Yes. And you can either help them or maybe one of the six people might be in their area and they can help them. A lot's done over the internet
0: or mm-hmm. over through, through Zoom or, or talking. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that it's that successful, but it is. Um, the other thing I was going to say there's a GailGlasner33 at gmail.com. Okay, so that's, that's your e- email, e- email. That's a good email okay. to get. The others, I have another one, but it gets really loaded. GailGlasner33
2: at gmail.com.
0: Right. Okay. And um, we'll
2: put this all on our website we'll do we'll do all of that we do blogs as well okay so if anybody's listening you can read our blog on this winter website as well
0: if anybody's interested in getting the training they can uh actually fill out something on my website and they leave their their information so i can get back
2: to them that's what i'm hoping happens for you with all of this information and i'm hoping that you know for people who are struggling with whatever there's so much in the world with anxiety, depression, all of these things that people will look outside of themselves and look outside of maybe traditional medicine and try something different and just give it a chance. Well, going to your subconscious is
0: a revelation. It really is. There's things there that you probably never knew about and, and good things too. Right. Oh, one last thing. Tell. <laughs> So I was in my 30s, I think. I was in my 30s and I said to my subconscious, I want to be younger. So um, I'd like you to make sure that I'm just one year older than my oldest kid. <laughs> and I swear people think I'm a lot younger than I am. Well, <laughs>
1: you uh, look fantastic. looking at you, I have asked myself several times, I, what, the math isn't adding up with all the experiences that you've had and all of the things that you've done. You look much, you look terrific. No, she's okay, writing a she number. She just wrote her number I'm not down gonna, and I don't
2: believe you. I'm
1: not going to say, no way.
2: No
0: way. <laughs> um, I was also an image consultant, color analyst, makeup. Uh, well, I have my own makeup line. I've done a lot of things. You, you, You've lived several
2: lifetimes. Before we go, we ask each of our guests to give us a takeaway gift, a tag, something that our guests can remember you by. Do you have something for
0: us? Well, I was actually going to give a fifteen minute free consultation. So oh. they could go they could go into something that was bothering them or something they were just interested in or just say hello. Oh my goodness. That's, that's incredibly
1: generous. Thank you so much. That's the it's the first and, and probably only time that that, <laughs> I mean that is extremely generous. So folks can log on to your website and say Hey, guess what? I listened to tag.
2: Gail Glasner, thirty three at gmail.com and tell them that you they're a tag listener and that mm-hmm. they want you you want yep. a free consultation oh okay well, thank yep.
1: you so much
2: you're
0: welcome
1: what a pleasure it has been to meet you and talk to you we heard so much about you from our friend Lonnie and we were like this is interesting and now seeing it sort of in motion makes total sense I completely get what what the draw is for. Uh, the services that you offer, and I think it's, it's a wonderful thing. So we appreciate you sitting down with I'm us. I'm getting on the website,
2: oh. and I'm going to be listening to some stuff because I have a hard time falling asleep. <laughs> well, this is going to do oh, it for gonna you. Oh, you're going to like those. <laughs> I'm going to love it. I'm and love
0: one's, it. one's faster than another, so I can go over that with you. But um, they're 15 minutes long. It's Perfect. not just like a four-minute uh, song.
1: Even better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All and right. it's all lyrics that are hypnotic. Well, thank you, Gail. Thank you so much for allowing us in
2: your home and allowing us to make a road trip. It's so fun. (laughs) We're excited. (laughs) Woodland Hills. We're not disappointed. So thank you very much. Oh, it's my pleasure.
1: I'm Ann Police,
2: And I'm Denise Cooper.
1: We're two average girls. We'll see you next time.